0: that's good for
1: you. I was just trying to make sure that we're not. Hello. Hey. We're just trying to get our, what is it? The Angle. look. When well, Chantel's got that sexy low voice. <laughs> oh, okay. let me, let me perk up. <laughs> I'm trying to make sure that we're not, your beautiful face isn't drowned out by the beautiful seed right. and bean sign behind you. But it's
0: all good. How you doing, Cindy? I'm good. How's everybody doing? We hope, Thursday. We hope you all are off to a productive week. Listen, welcome back to Juice. This is Fresh Talk. We try to keep up with what's late, the latest that's going on in government, local government, mm-hmm. in society, and just culture. We just try to cover whatever comes to our mind. Actually, we actually never plan. Um, and speaking of Never Plan, we we got some unfortunate and un, unexpected news this past week. The city of Fort Myers police chief, Chief Derek Diggs, passed away. And, wow, it's just one of those things. We knew he was out sick for a while on medical leave, and I mm-hmm. believe it was Chief Pepitone. Took over temporarily here in Fort Myers. And, you know, what a loss. Yeah, Chief Diggs, originally from Ohio, and it's one of those things that it takes death sometimes for us to pause and just appreciate people and love on people and slow down and remember Mm -hmm. that all of this is really temporary. And so we want to give a shout out to Chief Diggs. It takes a unique person to come into another person's city and to get a grip on things and to reunite people. And sometimes that's what it takes. We need outsiders, but to the Fort Myers Police Department, we just want to extend our condolences to Mm -hmm. you to the city of Fort Myers, all those who were impacted because I saw a couple of interviews, I did one interview and I saw people really crying real tears over a police chief and it's not as much heck as the police are catching these days. When people are crying real tears, people mean it. And it just proves Mm -hmm. that there there is light in, in everyone in every organization, in every entity, just like there is darkness. But shout out Mm -hmm. to Chief Diggs for turning things around for the city of Fort Myers. And I know you know a lot more about it than I do. So I I was just gonna say, Chief Diggs came in at the time that the Fort
1: Myers Police Department was under a lot of trouble, a lot of scrutiny. Something actually that we talked about- In the last interview. In the interview with Mayor Kevin Anderson. The free report. So after
0: the free report, Chief
1: Diggs came in. He was hired in. And, yeah, he did a lot to change the culture, which we talked about. There had been leadership vacuums. There were internal and external racial issues, community issues. And he really took the helm
0: and led the police department and rebuilt the relationship with the community. He stood in the face of a lot of adversity coming from all sides. He maintained his cool. He didn't step out of character. He maintained authority, true Mm -hmm. authority. And that's the difference between authority that you're trying to force on somebody and that true authority where people will respect you. They may not like what you've done, your decisions, what you stand for, especially in any leadership position. And yeah, the last time I talked to Chief Diggs, I was in my candidacy for the city of Fort Myers Ward Three seat, and I talked about his percept his, his perspective on crime and his perspective on the growth of the police department. And he said one of the things that he has been advocating for is getting a brand new police department here in the city i mean state of the art because he's like officers have to be trained look at these old buildings and i get it like i was in police explorer in that little building and it's cool it's uh, vintagey that state to keep up with the -the state-of-the-art training and he has Mm -hmm. some wins under his belt wasn't fort myers name one of the safest cities yep and that's wild but fort myers is growing and that was a step in the right direction so i just hope Whoever comes after him is able to get legacy and increase it. So yeah, shout out to to law enforcement in general at this time. And I also wanted to say that one of
1: the things that was positive and that made Chief Diggs a positive leader was your relationship with him and the other folks in the Fort Myers Police Department that came as a result of the peaceful protest during the 2020 protest after the murder of George Floyd. You took the initiative, you and other folks from the peaceful protests, reached out, but started to have dialogues with the police department here about what the expectations are, what needs to be changed, and how you didn't want to see something In And the conversation
0: with Chief Diggs, like he led it, he truly led it. Like, of course, We initiated the conversation and say, let's see what the city of Fort Myers can do. We always say protesting is one thing, but we got to move this thing on to legislation, to policies being changed, to attitudes being changed. Let's not forget the attitudes are important. So, yeah, I don't even know where I was going with that. But now our coffee is here. So we got a little. Yeah, I got all distracted because, yeah, you got me on But he was talking to me about the changes that he wanted to see. They needed gun ranges and stuff. And we talked about real relationships. Like I said, I only had a handful of conversations with Chief Diggs. But, man, it's sad. It's a sad time right now. He also availed
1: the other leaders in the department to participate in these discussions, in these community discussions. And that's leadership, too. It doesn't Mm -hmm. necessarily mean that he was always in every single conversation but he made it clear that the voice of the community and the voice of the it people was, was yeah part of the process
0: yeah it was considered so i remember when we were planning the prayer visual the candlelight visual for tyree nichols i remember we i was doing an interview and it was with fox yeah it was with fox and in this interview i talked about how this feels a little bit different, right? Because when we're protesting, these cops are still employed after we all see what just happened in the murder of George Floyd. And people are like, yeah, we got to investigate it. The police departments are like, we got to investigate it. But here we see swift action. And I praise Chief Diggs for Like you just said, he included us. He made sure our voices were not ignored. He made sure that we were represented. And he was not stressed out about it, at least from my perspective, because it must be tough being a police officer. It must be tougher being a black police officer, because I can see how you're going to catch it from your own community, from your own people, because of some of the attitudes that you stand against and you work against. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. And actually, it was tough
1: in the context of the Tyree Nichols case as well, because many of the officers that were involved in his death were also mm-hmm. Black officers. And so there's a whole other conversation about race and policing on both sides of the badge. Yeah.
0: Wow. But anyway, so check we were, out that interview we did with Mayor Kevin Anderson. Now, to yeah. give you a little bit of insight into the free report, again, we're talking about how the city of Fort Myers is a, was able to turn things around in a positive direction when it comes to policing. So, wow. Shout out to Chief Diggs once again. But we have some stuff to get into tonight because I missed last week because I was out. Listen, I was Seriously. diagnosed with covid And they say GI issues are common. When children have COVID, I'm like, wow, so I need to grow up, huh? Yeah. Because, like, why do I have this childish (laughs) disorder or whatever? So, anyway. So, wait, let me pause one moment because
1: I wanted to say part of what we did because we just released yesterday the edited version of last week's juice and part of that is a memoriam to chief Diggs. i'm not what? sure if you saw that yet. i didn't see it yet. yeah because i see, did a I've surprise for you it. i've been busy so, so it was a surprise but we did so you sent me that beautiful quote and, okay. and then the video so we incor—I incorporated that it's at the beginning of the last podcast and then we shared it the short memoriam of just over a minute mm. on the big mouth media instagram page so you should check that out. It includes a very honorable quote from Chantel yeah. honoring Chief Diggs. Oh, thank and hopefully, you for,
0: see, Cindy puts in the work and, but I'm getting better. I'm about to start really putting my best foot forward and working harder and helping you out. Cindy, okay, girl. Yeah, sure. Just can hey, listen, we're just here to do what we can. Yeah.
1: I am just happy when we can make a difference and get our voice out there. That's listen, what this is about. Like,
0: for what? Why not? And why are you all not sitting here with us at Seed and Bean hanging out with us? We got somebody listening. And, see, we're growing. One week it's my mother. The next week it's somebody else. Look we growing. And get here. We start our broadcast at 6. But if you get here at 5.30, or even if you
1: come a little bit at the end, you can have a coffee with and us. And you can buy me you a coffee. Yes. If you get here at 5.30, you you'll be at able of, to buy me a we coffee. We can do <laughs> We'll get a little bit of that CBD afterwards.
0: Yeah. Get some relaxation <laughs> time, too. But, but listen, I got to ask it. you a question. So listen to the news, which I, I rarely listen to local news, but I heard that the... City manager for the city of Cape Coral was fired. Like yeah. they say, it took them less than 30 sec- seconds to come to that decision. Yeah. I believe. What happened? What did that man do? <laughs> I don't know. I know but- you <laughs> do know. That's the thing. Don't start off with. Okay. So, this is actually the new
1: ish city manager. Okay. Mm-hmm. He was hired in 2020. So, like in the middle of the pandemic. The previous city manager for Kit Kroll was here for several years. He actually came from Michigan. Was run out of Michigan, actually, but that's a whole nother story. But this, so the new fella was in for just about two years
0: and He made some people mad. So that's so interesting because in our interview with Mayor Anderson, he talked, and we keep referring to that interview. Go check out out. the Juices interview with Kevin Anderson. He was a little chill and a little loose, not all governmental officially. We had an interesting conversation and he talked about how one of the toughest decisions he had to make and he got a lot of Mm -hmm. for was he fired. One of his first actions Upon holding that seat, he fired the city manager. So now we push got, the vote to fire the city manager because it has to go through uh, the city council. It has to go through the city council. Mm-hmm. But that was one of, that was the first order business. And yep. now we see this gentleman, what's up with the city managers? But it shows that we ain't afraid to fire somebody. If you ain't doing the job. So I, um, okay,
1: so let me, I don't know the ins and outs of it. What I had heard from people who work for the city of Cape Coral is that people were displeased mm-hmm. with the Hurricane Ian response. In particular, they were mad that there was supposed to be this brand new system mm-hmm. that was supposed to make permitting possible, and the system was not doing a good job. Mm-hmm. And so that meant the building was delayed, construction was delayed, repairs were delayed, so people were mad. That's what I know. But if you think about the political side, so here's the thing. In cities like Fort Myers and Cape Coral, there they have what's called weak mayor systems, weak mayor, weak system? mayor. So that means there's a mayor and a city manager uh-huh. in other places where they have a quote, strong mayor,
0: the city manager is the mayor. So, so the city manager does both. So we got a weak mayor system here. Right. So what that means is the, in the Cape Coral and informal. Yes. So okay. the
1: mayor is just the chair of the city council. But in the strong mayor system, they're the chair of the city council and the city manager. So that means they have governance and management capabilities. So what we see right now is political fallout.
0: Okay. For basically like the person that's the other half of the mayor. I got you. I got you. That's tough. But so, nevertheless, I guess they're searching for a new city manager. So shout out to Cape Coral. I don't know anything about Cape Coral, actually. It's like a whole new world when I go over there. Huge, truly, actually. truly it is. So, I can tell you that one of the other very tough
1: things about being the city manager in Cape Coral is they have a huge <laughs> infrastructure project and the cost per person do you know how much it is? $31,000. person. So that's like what is going to be taxed. Taxed.
0: Over several years. Ooh, we paying for it, y'all. Cape Coral. Cape Coral people are paying for it. but we must be paying for some stuff over here too in Fort yeah. Myers because stuff yeah. is growing. Don't try to. We do. See, you, live do. In, you lived in Cape Coral at one point. No, no, I worked in Cape
1: Coral. I ran a homeless organization there. Really? Yep.
0: Every time I talk to Cindy, I learn something new about her. I, I like, and I'm just sitting, like, how do you know all this stuff about a strong mayor and a weak mayor? But that's amazing. Did they teach you that in high school? What high no. school did you go to? I went to West Bloomfield
1: High School in Michigan.
0: See, it, yeah, it I knew there. it was
1: something I ain't heard of.
0: But anyway, it's because
1: I'm like a super nerd. I'm like a vacuum for yeah. politics. Okay, so every time there's something there, I'm just like, I read yeah. it. Yeah, and this is why I love you. It.
0: And this is why I, this right here why, you know, why I <laughs> hangs with you so much. So anyway, I'm I, not uh, the cool one. I'm the. Right. No, you are the cool one because the cool one's trying to be like you for real. But anyway, so I found my taxes, right? What's up? Will I be getting a tax return because of this government shutdown or what's going on? Tell me because I really don't know. For taxes? Like you federal taxes? Yeah. Federal taxes. Right. and yeah, probably. But somebody said because of what's going. Okay told me that not somebody told me I heard it on C-SPAN shout out to C-SPAN your unfiltered yeah, view who's of government a nerd now no but clearly i don't know much about it because somebody was saying that what's going on with the government and maybe the debt ceiling conversation um, is going to cause us to not get a tax so i'm going to get one in when it's time Violet it now. Violet now okay so that's about the debt ceiling the debt
1: ceiling is little a whole other thing see, don't but worry what, about it. so they what don't she's concerned about questions. so i no, I understand listen this is what it is the Th- this is a discussion about funding the government, right? So basically the government credit card is going to run out in July and the U.S. House of Representatives and Senate have to determine whether or not they're going to raise the debt ceiling and basically say, yeah, let our... Yeah. Hey, Mom. Hey, okay." So, good. what's up? <laughs> so if the-, if the debt ceiling is hit in July, okay. the government will shut down and that means that we may not have those IRS filings processed. So file it
0: now and you should have no problem because we could potentially run into issues because president Biden addressed the nation. And he says something about Republicans are determined to send us into a. Yeah. They refuse. They don't want to pay the debt or something. They're refusing to pay the debt.
1: So the debt ceiling is an arbitrary amount Uh that was a, financial and fiscal decision that Mm. says, okay, we're, we can only have this much debt. Yeah. However, we pass a budget every year that goes beyond that. So it almost makes the budget cut something. Not necessarily. No, we can't. So this Mm. is actually, so we've already budgeted for this year. So we have to pay those bills. Mm. This is is literally the credit card. So we've already said that we're going to pay this. We've agreed to pay it, but because we had this rule that said we're not going to pay more than this, even though we agreed to pay more. That's the discussion. That's
0: the discussion.
1: Anyway, so, file your taxes early. That's file great. your taxes That's early to make sure you that. Get it. So do that to make sure, because you don't want to get messed up in the summer. Because there are extreme people in Congress, these really staunchly... Fiscally conservative, very on the right. Byron Donalds, our representative, is one of these folks. Hmm. They're funded by Club for Growth, which is a super PAC that's into fiscal austerity, mm-hmm. okay?
0: And they made it clear that if there wasn't the cuts, they were gonna mess with the debt ceiling. I heard a President Trump is coming to Fort Myers in April. Are you gonna try to hang out? You gonna try to go? No. I saw that. Yeah, President Trump will be in Fort Myers, for those of y'all wanna spend that cash. <laughs> you say you coming? He's not coming. Oh, not coming. Yeah, so he would go to that. I would go to that. What? Oh my God. I would go. I just, I'd be needing to feel stuff. I need to feel what that is all about. A different perspective that is so. I want to know what, if what, how they say it's harder to hate up close. No, it's for real. They say that. And like I told you in this conversation with these last. This, no, you are part of this. You are us. We are, you didn't (laughs) interrupt. Like I've told you before, and you know my history, where sometimes lately, recently, I've been invited to speak in front of large Republican crowds, different than myself. And I had the opportunity to have that seat at the table in terms of being a speaker, being a representative, a mouthpiece. But it was quite the exchange, but it's necessary because you I get it like some people there's degrees to this and anytime somebody has the attention of the grasp of people you have to want to understand that to a certain degree you have to want to not necessarily learn from it I know we have that ambition conversation but it is maybe an ambition of curiosity and of seeing recognizing your own power like I said you, people say, oh, the Republicans just using you, Chantel, how y'all know I ain't using too? How y'all know I ain't not you building bridges and carrying messages and carrying perspectives and understandings that people do not have and that I wanna share with them. So I wouldn't mind being in that space. Cindy's gonna end up dropping me from this network with my, Cindy, Cindy gonna end up dropping me from this big mouth media. The sanctimonious.
1: No. Meatball, Ron. Man, so, so
0: Trump then came for, so you, even that right there, that's something y'all got in common. Y'all both can't stand Ron DeSantis, correct? That's just a, that's an internal power structure. Every too. time I look at Cindy and we had this Republican conversation, she, I feel this little glimpse of disappointment in her eyes I, and it meets my eyes and I'm just like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Cindy. It's okay. I want
1: to know like what, I, I get it. Listen, here's the thing. This has always been my line about Trump. It's
0: not big enough for me to like the hearts and minds. And it goes back to the attitude of people. And ultimately, I believe that can shift. I I don't look at it as completely political. There's a spiritual aspect to it. There's an emotional aspect to it. There's a social aspect to it. it. And you are not getting anywhere if you just isolate yourself. That's how I feel. So
1: that's actually, you're touching on so many of the things that people Mm, find attractive about Trump. It's a team you're team Trump. You're not even team Republican or
0: Democrat. Yeah. Family, it's gang activity. Family. (laughs) It's for a lot of people to be able to get behind somebody like that and to feel accepted and seen, you better pay attention. That is a message in that, because one thing I'll say about Republicans since I've been paying attention to politics is that they seem much bolder. They seem to carry much more of it now when you bust some of that open with facts and with truth, and they still maintain such a position then you have to understand, you have to think, is this just a facade and you just out here just trying to be hateful and divisive and pushing agenda? And I think people have to ask themselves that question. I got hope. I got hope for people. I think it's different.
1: I think different people are playing different games. So let me give you an example, because I know who's on that, who's been invited to that meeting too. So it is mike thompson who's the chair of the lee republican committee shout out
0: to mike thompson he catches. that's her boo he, that is okay see <laughs> now she not start. i got a the room tinder
1: like, pics though y'all you
0: know, i'm gonna start a room about me and mike mike let me give you some insight on who mike is mike is who brought me into such proximity with such different republican conservative people but when i think about it they're not all that different. And that's what leads me to this point that I've arrived at. But Michael Thompson, he said, oh, he called me one day out of the blue, like, how you get my number? But he said, I saw your story on ballot harvesting on fake news media. And I wanted to reach out to you. And we start chit chatting. And he started sharing with me organizations like the America Project and what was all this, all that stuff that they in. And I'm like, okay, it looks real. You can look at it and say, okay, this is different. Then we probably don't share the same views. Nevertheless, I was invited to speak at election integrity 2.0 in Orlando, Florida. And that is the moment I said, you know what? It confirmed for me because it's not my first time being in around. I grew up around people who were different than me, but the conversation wasn't on your political views. So it was an interesting, so he helped me understand, he helped me understand nothing. He just invited me to something and God did the rest. God is doing the rest, but shout out to Michael because he caught a lot of, he caught a lot of hell for just endorsing me in my candidacy for Fort Myers city council. And that's what I'm talking about. So this local journalist took that as an opportunity to say, don't elect Michael Thompson the, as a Republican chair because he endorsed this girl, Chantel Rhodes, extreme BLM, black. If this and he's left not a this, journalist. But here's the thing, though, it was so inaccurate. And anyone yeah. who truly knows me will just and that's what I mean about these labels and pushing somebody mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. a side. Because how wrong were you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he doesn't like, care because he's he, paid by but the that's the thing. He even literally the quote said one thing. And he changed it and was like, according to Chantel Rhodes, real pro- something he said. And I'm like, but the article you just highlighted says something different. And so, it's this manipulation, and that's when you can tell people have, they're getting paid to have an opinion. Yeah. And I want to go where God sent me. I don't want to be stuck into something because I'm being financed, I'm being fueled, yeah. I'm being pushed and forced into something because it you lose your ability to think and to think critically. Yeah, That's just... Listen, you were a golden ticket for those folks because you actually
1: had actual election integrity infractions oh in no yeah some people are like, saying i didn't have
0: election integrity yeah, No, but it's, what happened
1: the ballot harvesting that happened in your race which we know listen because the same candidate had gotten in trouble for it in the previous
0: election so listen, you and i talked about it way before that even came yeah, out so we and that's knew what I'm, and that's what i'm saying and because i had to give them a glimpse into war three into the mindsets of some of the people who were victims of ballot harvesting. It is a simple disengagement. It's a simple disengagement. Somebody wrote me on Facebook and said, damn, I regret giving my ballot to her the first time. Meaning in the primary, I'm like, why would you do? In my mind, I'm like, but why? Why do we, but it's a trust thing, right? It's, trust, yeah. it's I don't even care enough. So here, why not? Take and so we there are so many things to address besides the actual act. There's all these sub-conversations and sub-ideas because it points to a larger issue of people being scammed because they are disengaged, because people perish for a lack of knowledge. And I think that's true all across the board. There's one thing I want to say about that, because we talked
1: about this a little before. And you were thinking that maybe this was it was happening a lot in the Black community. And I think that in this community, mm. definitely. But I think that if there was a similar
0: operator going door to white seniors, yeah, the very course. same thing would happen. So seniors are in that class that are targeted for ballot harvesting, yep. non-native English-speaking individuals, yep. people that you know, are disconnected, don't really know. And like I said, are trusting. They say, because it makes sense. I don't know who to vote for. If I only know about president, maybe the governor's race. So in a midterm election, especially, people are not tuned in. They don't know who's running for school board for the most part. Mm -hmm. People do, And when you spend time in these communities, canvassing these communities, you know that. You know, they don't know who the judges are. Even I looked at them judges on my ballot. I'm like, who is these people? I felt that way. You see what I'm saying and the I'm You're in it. I'm yeah. the most engaged that I've ever been in my adult life politically. Yeah. yeah. It's tough. Okay, so I had to take that perspective and those perspectives to people because the people that I spoke to hold this idea that Black folk can be lazy. They're welfare queens. And this is something I've been talking about for a few months now, just these stereotypes and these perceptions. mm -hmm. And you are voting according to those biases. So somebody has to be able to translate those messages and take those messages because when you govern people from a variety of political Mm. persuasions. Right. And so you have to have that ability to listen and to understand. And so with that being said, if anybody is going to that Trump thing, buy me a ticket and we'll see what's up. (laughs) So here's the thing. So
1: there's Mike Thompson, who's going to be there. Of course. And here's the thing. I've talked with him as well. And as I told you, like, I think he's indifferent. The difference between person and politics are different, too. But I actually think that at the local level, we have some folks who are just very involved in their perspective. They're very involved. But I think that the other folks at the different levels are involved on different levels. So okay, also course. going to that. So there's Trump. So obviously Trump is out for Trump. And he right. wants to become president again. And he wants to protect his own ass and his money. Okay. That's Trump's perspective. But we also have going to that rally, Roger Stone. Now, Roger Stone's an interesting fellow, to say the least. He has been, he I would-
0: looks like former Vice President Pence.
1: He looks like if Pence was a porn star. you And like a Why really bad- down? Porn. that is <laughs> why like like, you took that there so easily brother of mike pence anyway because it's brother. actually just funny the same porn and mike pence in the same sentence
0: wow but roger too, right? he first. could be we don't know they want to see you at this point because they like who's that that voice in the wilderness involved, right? yeah at least he didn't get killed by his
1: own but roger stone has been a very fascinating political operator since the 70s You mm. guys, you know that like he was involved in watergate
0: all yeah, right So, you so he's just like
1: behind the scenes. He was meeting with the Proud Boys on January 4th in Naples. See, why was they all two like of that? them at least that have been already indicted on seditious conspiracy and injuring
0: mm. police officers? And I thought that, that guy was Michael Thompson. When I looked at the oh. paper, didn't he look kinda like Michael Thompson? I say, dang they done got my boy Michael for being no. at the January 6th. No, he wasn't no. It's nice to meet you. Thanks for chatting. Thank
1: oh, it was nice to meet you too. Got dear. some fans here today. That's nice. Thank you. So that was the That's right. So Mike Bye. or not Mike? Porno Mike Pence.
0: Porno. Roger Mike.
1: Stone is going to be at this rally, and then you have Byron Donalds who's the congressman for 19, and then Greg Stubbe, yeah. who's the congressman for 17. Now, what's interesting about this, of course, it makes sense to have the in- elected officials there. Mm-hmm. Greg Stubbe and Byron Donalds are different folks, too. Mm-hmm. Greg Stubbe is not supported by Club for Growth. He's in a, He's got a much easier run up there, and he could be low-key, to be mm-hmm. honest. Byron has to, He had to make alliances, and that's why he's a Club for Growth guy. But the thing that's interesting is the relationship between Trump and Roger Stone... It's close when it needs to be, but Mm. far enough away when it doesn't. Because the other thing that's in the mix here
0: Russian oligarch money. Yes. Russian Russian oligarch money. money. Yes. Lord, y'all be taking off. It's
1: pretty wild. Roger Stone. You can't get
0: this on C SPAN.
1: No, this is, by the way, this is that Cindy Baye juice. No, this is, there's a lot of weird stuff going on in Florida, and it's weirder than you think. Yeah, that's what they say about um, Florida. And so that's why it's. I think these folks are playing different games. I think folks like Mike Thompson, probably some of the folks that you met at the Election Integrity Conference, they're, that's what they're about. Roger Stone is playing this game that he's been playing since the 70s, which is like moving the players so around. So
0: basically, Cindy concerned that I'm finna get cu- caught up with the Russian oligarchs.
1: No, I'm not concerned about that,
0: but... It's good to know who the players are and what game you're playing. Because not everybody's playing the same game. Not That's clearly, that's one thing I've definitely learned. The game you playing ain't the game. I'm playing the game. I'm playing ain't the game she playing. We all like, we all doing something. We all about something. And I'll tell you what, I'm not worried about you at all. Yeah. At all. I don't want to do... be lying. I don't want to be out here like sneaking and lying and deceiving mm-hmm. people about who I am and what I believe in. No, I think that I think it's. I've had enough good. of that in my life, and I've yet <laughs> stepped out of that, and thank God for it. And I'm learning still to this day, but I really You're do want to so. present that that vulnerability of that's not so soft, not so hard when it comes to this political line, and that can be challenging for some of my friends. But I found acceptance. Thank you. Because it's listen. I still see is... that glimmer of disappointment in your eyes, though. Well, just because I'm. Yeah, I don't want you I'm not yeah, wow. you, so you gonna agree like, that you disappoint. No, I
1: just like I just don't want you to go like full Trump because here's the thing.
0: I don't know if I'm gonna go full any human being though. You have seen? stay, stay I ain't went full human beings <laughs> since I was obsessed with Erika Badu okay, way back I can see that in college, though. yeah.
1: Erica. I was obsessed with Eric Baudier in college. Yeah, so she's obsessible.
0: Words. Yeah, she's a she's
1: easily obsessive. But anyway, so yeah, I just it's because here it is. I get it. Like the, I get the allure. I really do. Like you have to understand too. I grew up listening to Rush Limbaugh. Like I get that strongness. Mm-hmm. And when things are uncertain, people are drawn to strength
0: yeah people are drawn to strength and that's what it boils down to so learn the lesson and address the strength and get strong yourself there are there's bs in every party there's There's glimmers of hope in every party and get your strength on that's what this is all about that empowerment piece because Why not live hard, go hard. But that's another story. But you want to live for real. You better hang around me and Cindy. That is true. People are drawn to strength. You better get you somebody strong. And listen, this is one of the big
1: criticisms of the Democratic Party, especially from the middle. Party
0: seemed weak. It seemed less fake. It it seems like and it seems emotional and without really just getting serious recognizing the law for what it is, addressing the law, it can be very whiny, at least from people that I've been around. It can seem very entitled and it doesn't seem graceful. And then they make it seem as though no progress has been made. And this is the worst place to live. Let me tell you, I'm about to embark on my 35th country Mm -hmm. and I can truly say, bro, you think it's sweet all over the world? Absolutely not. Like when it comes to the, our rights and privileges, oh, yeah. and I know you can speak to this and the way we're able to enjoy life and live. And so, get in the ball game, but stop all this whining and crying and stuff. Get you some strength, yeah. And yeah, while wow, you got me beat, I'm only at 27.
1: Oh, I had a Pakistan these kids, with though. me in
0: three weeks. I think we can get visa on arrival, but... oh,
1: girl. I got these kids, no,
0: kids <laughs> all right. Okay, so, listen, cool. but.
1: Yeah, so traveling, we really do. And I know that. Like, I I, want to teach about the government, right? Yeah. And the thing is, I go, look, we actually have an amazing system. We have room for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And yes, if you go to other countries, there are not that many countries that have the same rights as we do here. Mm -hmm. They're not... The, as many countries that have the same amount of economic development. Yeah, that we have
0: here, but I do understand what comes along with that is wickedness in high places. And yeah. so you have to challenge you have to push you have to resist you have to fight back. But you got to do it in such a way where you are using the law, you are supported by the law, you're supported by academics and legislation, and you know what direction to go in. You're not just out here because it, but that's the balance that I think needs to be restored to politics. It needs to have a seriousness to it that I don't think oftentimes it does. People take politics these days for a joke, and what you're taking for a joke is government. What you're taking for a joke is how people choose to live. But if your elected officials are being a joke, so I don't know, but But this this... is, that's why I get more concerned about the games that people
1: are playing, right? Because I'm a policy walk through and through. That's how I know all this stuff, because I want to know how the back end of the government is working because I want it to work. And we're supposed you to want it to
0: work. Right. We're you, supposed you to love this people. country. Yes. You love your people. You love America. That's why I would elect you because I see that. You don't seem driven by money. Show me what your relationship is like with people, with the right. people in everywhere. We talked about you everywhere. Cindy is out in these streets. People know Cindy very well in within the black community and abroad all throughout Southwest Florida. We came in here tonight to see and be. And Cindy, this man was like, I know you. Didn't you run for office? That's impact. It's not just her face. It's what you what you stand for. And one thing about it, you got it. You're a people person. Kudos mm-hmm. to you for that. But yeah, it is about, but it's
1: about getting in there and do making the government work for people. That's yeah. what, it's making the government work for people. And we should have people who are elected who want to do that. We can have different perspectives. Mm-hmm. I get worried when I see people getting elected who are out for themselves.
0: Yeah, they're out for themselves. And their and, own power. And then it's like, where's your time spent among people? What is that looking like in terms of growth? For relationships yeah. and what those relationships are doing for other people, how are you helping to cultivate the family and the community aspect that we all long for? We love our lot. We love our communities. We love our state. The state of Florida always being like mocked. Like Charlemagne the God say, "The craziest people come from Brooklyn and all of Florida, or something like that." <laughs> and then they always talking about Florida. Like we do have some wild stories coming up out of Florida. So Florida be looking like a clown on the world stage, on the US stage, because like everybody all over this the nation is talking about Governor DeSantis, our governor blocking AP history. Yeah african-american history from high school yep. courses and then there was an explanation saying that it is different than black history they were saying that black history has not been banned or blocked however african-american history was because it had chapter or a clause about queer theory it didn't that
1: i don't know he, who's
0: i don't know the curriculum I,
1: there's people who have looked it up there that, that was a fallacy and here's the thing This is what I was talking about. People playing different games. I truly believe Ron DeSantis doesn't give two shits, whether we have AP African-American history or black history or Mm -hmm. queer history for that matter. This puts him on the national stage. He can do something. It's a culture war.
0: It's a culture culture war. war. Yeah. Sometimes you got to look like the enemy and look like the clown. And then it's like, dang, who has strong convictions for real? Who has strong beliefs and strong conviction and is not just out here starting stuff and pulling stunts, like dropping immigrants off to what do they call Martha's them? Vineyard? Yeah, Martha's Vineyard. But what do they call them? Sanctuary? No, sanctuary what? cities. Yeah, and I'm like, that's pulling stunts, and he was Definitely. asked that in the debate. Like, why are you doing that? Why are you just out here pulling stunts get in the media? Yeah. And here's the thing: is there's a in the right blogosphere media, he's a hero. He's a hero. Yeah. To me. So you have to. That's the thing that I can't have imagine to people being like, whoo. That AP, African-American history, thank God it's gone. Oh, my God. Yeah, but you
1: can say, listen, and I know, because I know these people, but this is what they do. They're like, oh, who cares? We're all American. All lives matter, Chantal.
0: Yeah, but it's like, why not have it there? What is it doing to you? That's the crazy part. Like, you go out your way to do this, like. But then they blame it on the queers because it's. But it's about getting back. It's owning the libs. It's mm. let's go Brandon. It's all the stuff that stuff stuff I still don't right? understand. It's
1: because it feels See, good. See when I went to that when good. I went to that
0: Republican festival, <laughs> they were trying to explain to me what that Brandon let's go Brandon. They were trying to explain to me what it meant. And I got yeah, it I in see. that moment, but I, it was something about something fuck effing off in yes, race car. It was something about a race car in it too. There was a race
1: car driver. Ah. Okay. So what happened was it was a NASCAR race and everybody that was at the NASCAR race, yeah. they were chanting FJB, Joe mm-hmm. Biden. And... The newscaster, very Pollyanna ish, said, Oh, they're talking about you, Brandon, who they're is like saying, one of the drivers. Okay. They're saying,
0: Let's go, Brandon. So All she was truly, she was truly oblivious to what they were yeah, saying. Yeah. And so oh, it became kind of this okay. show, Synonymous. F Joe Biden means let's go, Brandon. Brandon. Okay. And that's the same story they told me. Yes. And see, that's what I'm saying. I need to be in these spaces like, to know what y'all be
1: talking about. <laughs> it's, it's a joke, it's childish, but listen. Here's the thing, it feels good. So there's a lot of people, and this is why being part of the team and having a strong leader is so attractive. Mm. So if you feel that everybody up the week and they're not doing, they haven't done anything for you, and you can just here and take
0: pot shots. Stop being boring. That feels good because it's fighting the man. It's getting back at everybody. It feels feels like something. It feels like I got something to stand on. And that's culture. Because when I see that shirt, Let's go, Brandon. I can look at that. Somebody that I don't know and I can feel, you know what? We shared that moment in time and history together. That's culture. Yeah, that's culture. It's culture. Yep, it's, it's group
1: culture. And this is what we do. Think about it like that. Listen, I can go real psychological on this, but this is what we do to show in-group versus out-group. This is what we do with b- baseball teams, basketball teams, football teams. We do it with countries, do it with sororities, with fraternities. It's And you build a mystique around it. And mm. People cultivate around it. And yeah. it's like part of your identity. Yeah, you, Like your yeah. sorority,
0: right? Yeah. What are
1: your values?
0: I don't know. No, I know it's service, it's sisterhood, it's service and sisterhood and service to all mankind.
1: You, you, you all are the green and the pink ones, right? Yes. See, I know the colors, I'm not as good with the letters, but it's so it builds it's community, it's, 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 it's community, it's,
0: it's family these people and it's are all, like what, me. What is that on Maslow's hierarchy of needs? Sense of belonging. What sense of belonging
1: is close to the top? It's yeah,
0: not it's before
1: actualization.
0: Yeah. So you need to belong. You That's to what belong. Maslow said. Yep. And, and that matters. And let's yep. go Brandon helps people belong. Who yep. knows? I may feel that way one day. Oh my let's god. Let's go
1: brandon-ish. And then there's dark Brandon. What is that? See, we <laughs> gotta do a whole dark Brandon is like dark the Brand. flip, it's the Uno reverse card of the libs back. You know, Uno reverse card, mm-hmm. what the kids say anyway. I don't know because I don't <laughs> be rapturing like that. So, the dark Brandon is okay, so it's like when Joe Biden does something cool, all right, all right. it's like dark Brandon, like batman
0: okay 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 so, i got it i'm learning
1: so there was a meme that was so funny coming after the state of the union because a lot of democrats were like yeah he really gave it to the republicans right. So it was like dark brandon memes one of them that was really great was like joe biden in this like vintage looking outfit and mm. eating ice cream because that's like a thing with joe biden and he's like He's, I'm here to kick ass and eat ice cream, and I'm all out of ice cream.
0: Wow. I miss that whole thing it's completely. Stupid, but See, it's stupid. See, I st- need to follow different pages, too. <laughs> it's, a, it's just a flip on it. Right. It just gives a little... What are we talking about here? It's culture. I get it. It is yeah. culture. It feels great to be, to understand and to be understood. Oh, to be known. Yeah. Yeah. And have people see you and know that you're upset. I think that's part of it. Yeah. Know know, that I'm not happy with stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah, That they're, they got FJB on their truck, that they're not okay with whatever is going on. And there's power in that. Yeah. So it's a tough time. It really is. Yeah. It's a tough time for policy wants like me.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, shout out to Rihanna. Oh, and yeah, second baby. I slept through the halftime, show. I couldn't even stay away. But then I woke up oh, when right. Jalen Hurts was running it back. Yeah, we some Eagles fans in my house. So stay strong, Eagles fans. We will mount up. I'm a Lions fan. So I was like, everybody as just Eagles have fun. again. Yeah, just have fun because your team ain't never. My team was never yeah, going to go Somebody there. said that. Wow, Rihanna baby made it to the Super Bowl before Lions. That's True. crazy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Anyway, you all, we are getting ready to bring this show to an end, but we can do this all night. Me and Cindy can talk; it's good though. But I be this talking so love. much, I get hungry. Yeah, and it's so time to eat. we hope that you all have great evening. And shout out to the city of Fort Myers. Shout out to Juice Fresh Talk Podcast. Shout out to Big Mouth Media and everybody that's Seed that's, and Bean. Shout out to Seed and Bean. Seed and Bean host us and. Gives us a place of warmth and compassion, and intellectual conversations, and lavender cappuccinos and stuff. Ooh, it's amazing. Got some love so, for that. Good. Shout out to our community. We feel the love all throughout this place every time we come. So yeah, shout out and to come Cindy. come join us. Yeah, come and join us. shout out us. to Chanel. Chanel, like, who the hell is Chanel? She, she that's the stuff I be talking about. I missed one little episode with you get your name and then now i'm
1: chanel my mouth is just getting tired because i i taught two classes today too i've been talking all day long but shout out to Chantal because these are these are tough things like to talk about and And
0: then to understand it's okay just need to be understood and understand
1: get out there true so Thanks for joining us. Make sure you catch the recorded episode. We're going to have a little clip of it. It's going to go out mm-hmm. on our audio. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, do you yeah. can listen to it on Big and You Mouse can set Media. it up where
0: alerts come to your phone. Cause I know one of my favorite platforms to listen to podcasts is Spotify. We have it so on Spotify. Listen, just download the Spotify app. If you use Android or I have. An iPhone, but I don't use Apple Music. I, I use, use the iPhone. I use Tidal. Tidal lets me down on the podcast, but then Spotify builds me right back up. But we're also
1: on, so we're on Audible. We are on Google. Okay, We are okay. on Apple. You can go directly to our webpage. Now, here's the cool thing. If you get a subscription on bigmouthmediafl.com mm-hmm. for juice. Mm-hmm. So not only are you going to help us, right? Keep the lights on quite literally here. Keep and the
0: microphones on. Get
1: a new microphone because we've had so much trouble. But that you're going to help, you're going to see the full episodes, mm-hmm. right? So you'll see the full video episodes and you'll get all the whole content when we do special things like interview with the mayor. Like yeah. when Chantel goes to meet her dream boy, Trump. You're gonna oh get to see it. Oh my
0: god, don't nobody care about Trump like that. I just, <laughs> you don't get what I'm saying, though. Yeah. You're gonna get that special content, you're gonna see the whole it.
1: thing, and you get to help independent media like yeah, us. we just come trying to you. keep it
0: real. we trying to bring you that juice, that fresh talk, healthy. On point, we want to be accurate with our learning, with our understanding. Hit us up, become, be a guest on the show. Get us started up, get our mental stimulated so we can understand and be true thinkers and true contemplators. Why is this lady pointing at your feet?
1: They're excited about my shoes. They
0: excited. So let's... Damn, Let's just some here. Just looking and through the, the window
1: like that. Just yeah, come, in, come, come in, baby. <laughs> Damn, it ain't that sweet. We will see you next time here. Next week. I mean, Thursday 6pm all PM, on the glass, baby. On juice first talk. Thanks everybody. Bye-bye.